Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to Green Energy Futures and our special series on changing for climate with the City of Edmonton. In our story, Climate Ready Home Part 1, we learned all the things we can do to reduce emissions in our homes to help prevent climate change. This is so-called climate mitigation. Today in Part 2, we're going to talk to sustainability teacher Kenton Zerbin about what we can do to adapt our homes and yards to the impacts we're already experiencing from climate change. There are six risks associated with climate change. The first being floods, that as we see extreme weather events, we're getting huge downpours of rain. And that could obviously cause flooding in many of our cities. We've seen it in Calgary, we've seen it all over the world. Second one is heat. We get in these heat waves. We got heat dome effect happening in our cities and extreme heat events. Just like we've got the flooding, we've got heat events. The third would be extreme wind and dealing with wind in our cities and our homes. And it can actually cause extreme damage. Fourth, we've got hail. Hail is going to cause a lot of damage to a home and to our vehicles on the street. There are ways we can counteract that and make our homes more resilient to face it. The next is drought. In these events that we get massive flooding of rain, there's going to be the corresponding spells of dry times, and these droughts are increasing. We need to make sure that our climate and our landscape is drought resilient. Last but not least, we have fire. As we see extreme droughts, we're also seeing fire events, and they can take out a whole town like we saw in Lytton. Kenton Zerbin says the best way to prepare for the flood, heat, and drought impacts of climate change in our yards is to get away from high-maintenance lawns and mimic nature. For a resilient landscape in the face of climate change, there is nothing like a forest. To do that, you use, again, mulch. It's going to help shift towards a fungi-dominated soil structure, which will support trees and, not so much, the bacteria-dominated grasslands. Trees can provide free air conditioning by shading our homes, food for our tables, and besides, naturalization helps us avoid all of the energy, fertilizers, and water needed to maintain a lawn. So, Growing a food forest is one fantastic way to grow your food in a resilient way, sequester carbon, build soil, and create a habitat for so many species, including yourself. Zerbin has helped numerous groups plant food forests where they grow cherries, sea buckthorn, hascaps, gooseberries, apples, pears, and much more. Whether you simply want to naturalize your yard or begin growing your own food, Kenton says there are a few things you will need. You should always have the holy three, you know. Uh, we've got the holy three being your garden, your compost pile, and your rain tank. There's something to be said first, and that is reduce how much water you need. Use things like mulch and, and ground covers. But then getting that water, you have a roof surface always nearby if you're planting near your house. Use your roof. It's giving you clean, as long as you use the right material, free water. So let's talk about what your roof's made of. A metal roof is by far the best roof material to use for lots of reasons. Think about it from a hail perspective. Think about it from a chemical perspective. Think about it from mounting solar. Think about it for harvesting rainwater and longevity, recyclability. There's so many reasons to use a metal roof. So if you're going to be having water needs for a garden, make sure you get a rain tank, place it strategically to your roof, collect that water and use it for free. Kenton even showed us a homeowner that fed water from his roof into weeping tile to automatically water his garden. Kenton focused mostly on adapting our yards here. We have much more on climate adaptation in our blog at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge.